Welcome to the Dermatology Podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. I'm Christopher Horskamp. And I'm Sechi Dumitoire. And we are your hosts. Every month, the JEADV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today, we explore the Editor's Picks for July 2021. We will be exploring the topics of novel presentation of pigtail hairs, seeing the light, moving past sun protection factor, and ultraviolet B when choosing sunscreen, antifungal resistance may be spreading in Europe, agreeing on the correct histopathologic diagnosis of melanoma. But first... EADV Live will host a webcast, lesion-directed screening to optimize skin cancer detection with Professor Jan Guthermut and Liv Brochet on the 4th of August at 2 p.m. Central European Summer Time. For more information on how to watch it live and even ask questions to the speaker, go to www.eadv.org under education. And... If you didn't already know, the EADV has announced a new membership category dedicated for nurses in dermatology. Nurses are invited to apply for the 2021 nurse membership category and benefit from exclusive access to the educational platform with CME accredited courses, journals, ebooks, and reduced fees to events with dedicated nurse-focused sessions. Our first dedicated face-to-face course, Nurses in Dermatology Practice, is taking place on the 25th through the 27th of November this year in Malaga, Spain. More information is available on www.eadv.org. Now let's get into the editor's picks for July 2021. Novel Presentation of Pigtail Hairs Pigtail hairs, or short, regularly coiled hairs indicating hairy growth, have previously been observed in alopecia areata, or the sudden loss of hair in distinct areas, trichotillomania, or the abnormal condition where people have the desire to pull out their own hair, chemotherapy-induced alopecia, tinea capitis, or the fungal scalp infection characterized by scaly patches and few fragile hairs, and triangular temporal alopecia or the hair loss usually involving the temporal area. In this issue, Gomez and co-authors claim to describe the first published case of syphilitic alopecia presenting with pigtail hairs in a 20-year-old man with Crohn's disease and a one-month history of hair loss and mild scalp puritis. On physical examination, there were patches of non-scarring scalp alopecia in the temporal, parietal, and occipital regions, as well as symmetrical erythematous patches on the trunk and proximal extremities. Trichoscopy, or dermoscopy of the hair and scalp, showed pigtail hairs and broken hairs along with some vellus hairs, or the short fine hairs that usually cover the whole body, empty hair follicles, and yellow and black dots. Laboratory results were notable for high titers of Venereal Disease Research Laboratory, VDRL, and Trepanoma Pallidum Hemagglutination, TPHA, tests supporting the diagnosis of secondary syphilis. Therefore, syphilitic alopecia can be considered to be a new addition to the list of disorders presenting with pigtail hairs. Seeing the light 
moving past sun protection factor and ultraviolet B when choosing sunscreen. Most patients and many clinicians still rely on sun protection factor, SPF, the index of protection against sunburn from ultraviolet UVB radiation when it comes to choosing a sunscreen. However, from UVB to visible light, there is increasing evidence of the role of wavelengths beyond UVB, namely long-wave UVA1. UVA1 wavelengths impact skin cancers, skin photoaging, the damaging effects from sunlight and ultraviolet light, pigmentary disorders, immunologically mediated photodermatosis, particularly polymorphous light eruption, PMLE, which is a distressing rash following sun exposure, more often found in black individuals, and skin inflammatory dermatosis, including acne, atopic dermatitis, rosacea, and psoriasis. In an article by Passeron and co-authors, an international expert panel reviewed the available data through mid-2020 regarding the type of sunscreen to use for the above-mentioned conditions. Practical recommendations are given to adapt the sunscreen's formulation and texture to the skin phototype, place of living, and any associated dermatosis. Figure 2 illustrates the absorption profile of sunscreen recommended for healthy people with different skin phototypes for the prevention of skin cancers and photoaging. The authors conclude that sunscreens still need to offer better protection. Antifungal resistance may be spreading in Europe. Dermatophytosis, or tinea, is a common fungal skin infection, and many effective antifungal agents exist. The choice of medication has typically been determined by the genus and species, the specific class of the fungi, and location of the infection. Although it has been thought that dermatophytes do not develop antifungal resistance, this is being called into question. Unfortunately, the country of India is facing several healthcare challenges. Among them is an epidemic of atypical recalcitrant terbinafine-resistant dermatophytosis. Sante and co-authors performed a pilot study using a questionnaire via the EADV Task Force of Mycology Network to dermatologists from 23 European countries. They confirmed that both clinically confirmed antifungal resistance and mycologically confirmed antifungal resistance in dermatophyte infections exist in Europe in 85% or 17 out of 20 of the countries surveyed. The number of reported cases may actually be underestimated as antifungal susceptibility testing is not routinely performed. Agreeing on the correct histopathologic diagnosis of melanoma. The pathology report is considered to be diagnostic gold standard of whether a melanocytic skin lesion is truly melanoma or not. Pathologists may reach consensus for lesions that are at the extremes of being clearly benign, melanocytic pathology assessment tool and hierarchy for diagnosis class, MPATH1 or malignant MPATH5. However, they may disagree over the indeterminate histopathologic conditions. In an epidemiologic or hypothetical modeling study by Gibson and co-authors, based on simulations using a U.S. population-based trial, they found that diagnostic disagreement of melanoma between the community pathologist and specialist dermatopathologist 
in the classification of melanocytic lesions may cause significant overcalling or false positives, 35%, meaning that a lesion that is truly benign is overtreated, and undercalling or false negatives, 3%, meaning that a lesion that is truly malignant is missed. Interventions that improve the agreement between pathologists, such as formal clinician training, artificial intelligence diagnostic augmentation, or review by a second community pathologist to reduce expert referrals, a limited resource, may result in important benefits for patients and healthcare systems. Our first article was Pigtail Hairs and Syphilitic Alopecia by Gomez and co-authors. Our second article was Photoprotection According to Skin Phototype and Dermatosis Practical Recommendations from an Expert Panel by Passeron and co-authors. Our third article was Emerging Antifungal Treatment Failure of Dermatophytosis in Europe Take Care or It May Become Endemic by Sante and co-authors. Our fourth article was Estimating the potential impact of interventions to reduce overcalling and undercalling of melanoma by Gibson and co-authors. So those were the editor's picks for July 2021. Another good month and another good showcase of interesting research. Of course, all of the research presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Mineralogy. Though you can find free access and open access articles, EDB members benefit greatly by having access to all articles and content. We would like to give a special thank you to all of our listeners. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify, or otherwise find us on any major podcast provider. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit. Until the next episode, take care of your skin. <laughs>